If you can dream it, you can do it. A great quote by Walt Disney. Welcome to Heal, conversations to guide you toward personal growth and overall well-being. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of Heal. I'm excited because I have uh, one part of a mother-daughter duo with me today, but our other halves aren't with us. So Brittany's not here and Allison Rogers is here, but is, Roz is your mom. Is that right, Allison? Yes, that's right. <laughs> so this is Allison Rogers. Um, she is one half of the duo who created a product called Tooth Buckle, which we'll learn more about um, but Allison, thanks for coming on to the podcast today. Thanks so much for having me. Really it is my pleasure. It. Yeah, thanks for um, rescheduling and doing anything you can so we could record today. I'm very excited to have you and hear and share your journey of um, your life journey and your journey of healing and how you got to where you are today. So you and your mom started a company and created a product called Toothbuckle. Yeah out of necessity. Um, however, let's go way back, if you don't mind, um, sharing a little bit about your past. And as much as you feel Roz feels comfortable that you share for her. <laughs> Hi, Roz. <laughs> yeah, so like you said, uh, Elizabeth, it, it kind of started with a personal need that Roz and I had. Um, mm-hmm. We both uh, were flying around the world. We were both air stewardesses. And so we did a lot of traveling. Wow, I didn't know so, that you were air stewardesses. Yeah, it was really ah. cool. We'd meet up in all sorts of different weird and wonderful places around the world. And that's you know, an, another really, podcast. We may want to talk about that on another episode. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> but um, I mean, going back, um, so where it kind of, was born was out of that personal need and the fact that we were traveling. So we needed really good oral care products because we were traveling so much and we needed um, toothbrushes in our bags, carry-ons, suitcases, hotel rooms, home. Yeah. Yeah. So it was kind of like we needed a hygienic pro- um, product that was really gonna work. Um, but we couldn't find anything that was sustainable, that was vegan, that was good for us and good for the person that's using it but also good for the planet. Um, Mm -hmm. And that was kind of where the idea sort of like twigged from. And we had these conversations um, across the globe. And and I would say to her, I'll nip into Target, see if you can find anything. I'll go, you know, CVS and see if I can find something. I say any reason to go to Target is, you know, okay. But we couldn't find anything that was, plastic free Um, so tell can I ask you a question so mm -hmm. at this stage you were you were looking for something that was were you still traveling at the time you were still working as air stewardesses yes we were we were still working as air stewardesses and that was really cool um we had that in common and um and like I said we just had this personal need so I think really what happened was, is that we came to a crossroads in our lives. Yeah. Um, 
it was really sad actually at the time. Um, but I'd um, been diagnosed out of the blue um, with breast cancer. Um, so I was 32 mm-hmm. and um, I'd been to the doctors on maybe three or four occasions and said I was getting this pain in my right breast and I really wanted it checked out. And I think because of my age and because of maybe the job I was doing, which was quite physical, um, uh, several times they said, oh, it's nothing. We can't feel anything, you know, and they sent me home. So this was over a few months. I had this problem. And I I, I feel like I feel like with breast cancer, almost every minute counts. And it's really important to get early detection. And yeah. So you were, you took your, you, you were advocating for yourself and you fought them to, well, I shouldn't say that I'm putting words in your mouth, but you, you were persistent. Yes. Very Mm -hmm. persistent because I think a woman knows if there's something kind of off with her body. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even though the professionals, I mean, you know, they, they, you know, they don't, they're not inside your body. They don't know how you feel, what your norm is. Yeah. We know Um, what the changes feel like. We know when it's different. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. So the final time I went to my doctor, I just said to him, listen, just send me to the breast clinic. What's the worst that could happen? I'm overreacting. They take a biopsy and there's nothing there. Okay, well, you know. Um, So that's what he did. Um, And they took a biopsy on the day. Even the gentleman that was taking the biopsy was saying, I can't see anything. It looks absolutely fine you know how old are you and I was like I'm you know you know it doesn't matter it doesn't matter these days it doesn't doesn't my my oldest sister had breast cancer and she passed when she was 41 um from that well of course it wasn't just a breast cancer it had metastasized but um and I'm I'm about 12 14 years younger than her and I they suggested that I started getting mammograms at that young age and I'm thinking your age doesn't really matter anymore like so doesn't it shouldn't no not at all and you know it it is about early detection like you said and Mm. that was really important um and then I think they took the biopsy two days later they called me up and said you need to come in so as soon as you know you're getting that urgent kind of call, you know it's something serious. And in that moment, I, my life changed in that yeah. second. Um, so we went through. I went through the process. Um, it, you know, you've had this experience, I'm sure, with your sister. It's very traumatic, and you don't know what where's up, where's down. You're full of these emotions. You're trying to fight for your life um, uh-huh. in every way you can. Um, but I was fortunate in the fact that it was very, very early stages. By the time I went through the surgery, I think it was about 15 centimeters long and five centimeters wide. So I knew I was going to lose that right breast. I decided on, uh, you know, shortly before that, that I was going to have a double mastectomy because I just didn't want to repeat anything. I didn't want anything to be detected right. again. I'd previously lost my younger sister to cancer, different types oh, of cancer. Geez. But um, she died from leukemia, but she was a child. She was eight and a half when she passed. So cancer hit my life before and it ended in tragic. In a tragic well, it's frightening year. and traumatic. So you don't know what to expect yes. when it happens to you, even though it's a bit of a different form. It doesn't matter. It's just that word and the unknown. Yeah. 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 
so I, you know, you, as you, as you know, I kind of, um, you know, you just go into a mode where you're just fighting for every part of you to just survive this trauma. Right. Um, you got the, got great surgeons. I was fortunate. I had a great surgeon, great um, support system. And um, once my breasts were gone, I then was in remission because there was nothing left. Uh-huh. And that was a positive because it felt like life could start again. You know, uh-huh. I could start yeah. smiling again. I could find pleasure again, you know, and that's kind of, and, and at the exact same time, Roz was going through a divorce after 30 years of marriage, which was, again, her traumatic story at the time. And she was in a really bad place. And we were both really sad. Um, But somehow, in amongst all of that, we were like, oh, remember that idea that we thought about? Isn't that interesting? Where did that? (laughs) It's so interesting because when you're in those deep, dark days of all of the stuff that we go through, you never... You rarely will be like, hey, remember that idea we had? Like, you're just not capable of bringing your mind back to that space. Uh, so that's so interesting to me that you were like, hey. Yeah. yeah, I think it was because we were both needed something positive. Mm-hmm. We needed something to focus on. Yep. We needed something that was going to take up our time. And we needed something that was positive that we could create. Do together. Our, yeah. And do it do together. together. Yeah. Yes. So that's where Two Fuck All came about. And we just started on that journey very slowly, figuring out, <laughs> you know, like two blind people, like, you know, trying to go through the, you know, through the ups and downs of building a business and bringing a product that never existed to market. It was a steep learning curve, but we went on the journey. And I'm so glad that we did because it was the one thing that we needed at that time to kind of fill our fill our love cup up and fill up our, our, our um kind of positive thinking up and you well know. not yet well you just you mentioned it too you said something to be creative and oftentimes creativity uh, brings us to the present moment even though we get lost in our creative like juices flowing and thinking and thoughts but while you're creating something it brings you right to where you are and I think that that's also part of healing it helps your body to heal when you're not thinking about your your cancer she's not thinking about her divorce and situation your create your focus and mindset is all on that thing and then your body is able to maybe rest um, and heal a little bit better too emotionally and physically absolutely 100 yeah. that is so cool I mean I don't, I don't know of any tooth brush covers and 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 can you explain to everyone what tooth buckle is exactly uh, because I don't think we've done that yet right no, I don't think nope. so. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so on the journey, as we were flying, we needed a cover that was going to protect our toothbrush, but everybody's had those plastic ones, yeah, from the 70s. Yeah. And they are like disgusting. Well, they they're disposable, are- which isn't great for the environment uh, at all, because you use it and you feel like, oh, I probably shouldn't use that again. Yes. Yeah. They don't keep your toothbrush clean. They're kind of hot and sweaty. They always have that gunky stuff inside once they've been used a few times. And we kind of knew all these issues and other people had said, well, it was kind of weird because we went through this kind of session where we were asking people, well, what do you do with your toothbrush? What do you do? And the people had weird and wonderful things. People were hiding toothbrushes in like safes and cupboards. And so other family members were not 
using their toothbrush uh, by mistake. Imagine borrowing someone's toothbrush. That seems like the, well, especially nowadays, but even before this time that we're living in, can you imagine being like, hey, can I borrow your toothbrush? No, no. Um, that's gross. Yeah, exactly. Not even I would do that. And I'm someone who would be pretty flexible. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, it's crazy how many people were doing all these different things to try and keep their toothbrush um, hygienic and away from other <laughs> other family members. Yeah, and if you think about it, we stick our toothbrush in the bathroom where there's a toilet too. Yes. I mean, absolutely. I never thought of that. Um I'm going to need to order a few tooth buckles, I think, <laughs> for my <Yeah>. home toothbrush. <laughs> yeah, so we knew that this issue was like something that it was a very normal thing that everyone kind of like, you know, was trying to find a solution for. So we uh, looked at all the issues that people had and then we thought, okay, well, how are we going to solve all these issues in one product? Um, and also how are we going to make this vegan and sustainable? Can you tell me why you went for the vegan option? I think because um, we wanted it to be as healthy for the user as possible. Right. Well, Um, yeah, it's true, especially suffering or sorry, surviving breast cancer, putting something in your mouth uh, uh, twice a day, which was exposed to some other like material that we normally don't ingest especially plastic which I think we do ingest more and more of um, but we don't realize it um that's true okay go ahead thank you for answering that I was thinking why I don't know okay absolutely and these plastics especially when you buy the cheap ones they're really toxic um so we so we researched the materials we found our manufacturer we wanted all these things solved and that's where the tooth buckle got created. We started thinking about designs, how it would stay off, stay on in transit, how it'd be easy to use, how it would be dishwasher safe, how, you know, and we wanted to solve all these problems. And we also fundamentally wanted it to um, keep your toothbrush clean in between brushing. Yeah, keep and everyone healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Keep you healthy. Um, so you're not waking up with that sore throat or you know, dad's got a cold in the house, everybody's toothbrushes in the holder, everyone now has a cold, you know. (laughs) Yeah, see, I never thought, I have my own toothbrush holder, I don't let anyone use it, but it is still in the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've got to send you a toothbuckle. (laughs) Oh, I'm going to buy one. Now we'll talk about how people can purchase it. That is so cool. Yeah, that's such so, a great story. Go ahead. So we just we just knew that we wanted to solve all those problems, and we created the design from scratch. It never existed, so we needed to do something from like scratch. And we, I think, we sat in Ross's garden in the height of summer uh, with a glass of wine, and we were giggling and sketching <laughs> out drawings and. It was the funnest, most organic, um, just the joy really of doing that, you know. Um, and now it's patented. Now it's got an international pattern and it's sold around the world. And we're really proud of that because it was, it's been a hard journey, but it's been worth every single minute. Well, it must have bring, brought you both closer if you weren't, you know, super close already. It sounds like it would. And the joy that you both had in creating it and sketching and drinking wine sounds like it, you know, all of that energy, that positive, lighter vibrating emotion of happy and laughing. 
uh, almost helped you to manifest it because it's when you ha- when you're in that space, then things come to you, the things that are supposed to. So that is so cool. I love that story. Hundred percent. And we just knew if we if we could see it, then we in our mind's eye, absolutely could believe it, and it could become a reality. Yeah, and thoughts are things. I say it all the time. Energy, our thoughts are energy, and if you can imagine it, then it, you can do it. Period. Yeah. That's so great. All right. So listen, um, we're going to take a real, real, real quick break. But when we come back, um, I'm going to ask you to talk a little bit about um, where people can purchase a tooth buckle um, and how many you think they should, one person should have. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Wink, wink. I'm thinking maybe a few. One for travel, one for home, I don't know. All right, we're gonna take a quick break and then we'll talk to Allison a little bit more about where you can get your tooth buckle. We'll be right back. If you're in the Mansfield, Massachusetts area and are looking for a space for yoga, meditation, great workshops and life coaching support, check out Mainstream Coaching and Wellness. Mainstream even has a couple of virtual options if you don't live close by. Check out their offerings at MainstreamMeditation.com. You can also follow Mainstream Coaching and Wellness on Facebook and Instagram. The name is Mainstream Coaching and Wellness. And we're back. Thank you so much for joining us again. Remember, I have Allison Rogers here. She and her mom, Roz, were the creators of... um, this product called Tooth Buckle. And if you weren't listening to the first part of the episode, I'll tell you, it's a product that you can put on your toothbrush that protects it. And it's vegan, it's uh, environmentally friendly, it's sustainable. You can put it in the dishwasher. Wow, yeah, you can put it in the dishwasher. So I wanted to ask Allison about, um, we found out why she created this. And now that it's here for all of us to use, how can someone, Grab a few. What do you recommend for the normal person who doesn't travel? How many tooth buckles do you think they should have? One for each toothbrush that they own? Because I think I only have one toothbrush. No, I think I have two. I definitely travel with a different one. Uh So tell me, what do you recommend? Well, I think that if you do travel, you should have one for that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that goes without saying. Because Mm -hmm. no one wants their toothbrush rubbing against the trainers or... (laughs) Oh, no. you know, in the bottom of their makeup bag, you know, yeah. in the bottom. Yeah. And we also don't want to use the toxicity plasticky ones um, because they are, they do have contaminants that we may not think about. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So you definitely need one for that. Um, and then also you shouldn't, uh, you should get one for yourself. And then if you've got the family members, you're living together because there's a lot of cross-contamination that happens just right there in the bathroom, yeah? So we go in there, we're flushing the toilet, those particles go in the air and they land. Yep. Yeah, and then we're putting that toothbrush straight into our mouths. I might be making this up, but I heard that when you flush the toilet, the water can splash six feet. That's correct. That's actually, yeah. Is that true? Yeah, that's very true, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so everyone needs some tooth buckles. Yes most definitely and <laughs> and then also as well no one wants to go into the bathroom pick up their toothbrush and it's wet already you Ooh. know like you know the kids used it already to like yeah <laughs> oh I can't imagine I know we just talked about this but can't you imagine maybe people out there do that and I just don't I can't imagine it but 
Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna ask everyone. Feel free to to email me at talktoheelpodcast at gmail.com. Do you share a toothbrush with anyone in your family, or have you ever used someone else's toothbrush? I, I, it's just I'm shocked, but I would love to hear from you if you're listening and you want to tell us all about your toothbrush stories. If you have any, that would be funny. Love to hear those as well. I will send them to you if I get any toothbrush stories I'll send them to you um okay so all right so I think it goes without saying that we all need to protect our toothbrushes especially now we don't want to spread germs even with the people in our house and um it's really important that we protect our toothbrushes yes well I feel like once you put something in your mouth um oh this is going to sound so stupid but I'm going to say it's like a quick quick way to transmit anything don't you think yeah, absolutely. And because of, you know, the world that we're living in now, we realize that how, you know, vulnerable that area is. And actually that the mouth is the gateway to overall health anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So whatever we ingest is what, is, you know, is going to have an effect on our bodies. So yeah, that's so, so important. And that's why we also, we also sell our bamboo toothbrushes and oh. they, they, at the moment they're manual but we are looking to develop some really um, forward thinking, um, you know, uh, products for the next, for the year to come. Um, And that's really exciting because we've got some, we've got some of those in development. Um, What about like a solar solar powered um, motorized toothbrush? Well, you might be on on the, on the road to where we're thinking. I can't say yes or no. You don't have to put my name on it, but if you want to call it like the Elizabeth, you can. <laughs> I love that. Thank you. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I really love that. Um, yeah, so there was some really cool ideas and we want to branch out and um and really provide our customers with something that's a little bit different as well always keeping that vegan and sustainability at the core of everything that we do at, at the company as well so yeah i mean it's it's a really exciting time it's it's um, yeah it's a really really exciting time and and we're hoping that we can come up with some really good ideas that can be patented because that really helps to, you know, to that break into the market because the right. big boys are out there and they do the same thing over and over again. And we know them and we just go. And right. We know their, we know the company, we feel safe and comfortable. Yeah. We, we trust that yeah. they're, they're out for our best interest. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's not always the case. We just feel safe and comfortable with them and we stay within that little box. So Absolutely. And I think the consumers, uh, you know, nowadays we're really in tune with what what's healthy and what isn't. That's right. And we can do Google searches and we can do research and we can ask our friends and, you know, that access to people and what they're using and, you know, what works and everything is so kind of accessible now. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So the word, word can spread really quickly if something's really good or really bad. That's right. So we want to spread some good words about your products. So let's tell everyone how they can purchase one, especially here in the States. I know you're not here in the States, but it's available nationwide. I mean, internationally, correct? Yes, that's correct. Yeah. So how can someone purchase um, one? So if you just go to toothbuckle.com, we have our store front there and you can just purchase there and that then goes, um, we, we ship international. 
that's exciting yeah we ship as far as australia and all sorts of different beautiful places around the world (laughs) that's so cool we have some listeners in australia i've had a couple of guests on here from australia so maybe they're listening all right um so just go right to toothbuckle.com and is there anything else that you want to let people know if they do is there any other um you want like to have a social media page people can yeah yeah so we're on and we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram. Uh, it's just two buckle. You'll find us there. Um, we're on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> we're pretty much on all the social platforms. Okay, and great. Yeah. So if you have any questions about the product, you want to know what you know what materials we use or how it works for you personally, yeah. Um, just DM us or message us. What do they say? The cool kids now. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's, yeah, it's when someone slides into your DMs. That's what that is. Yeah. See, I know that because I'm really cool. (laughs) Of course. I don't know why you're laughing. (laughs) No. I'm just kidding. Because I'm not. That's why I'm laughing. (laughs) I'm not either. Um, I like to pretend I am in my mind. But anyways, uh, listen, this is a really great idea, great product, especially like we were talking about people who are moving toward healthier options for our everyday everything, Um, moving away from plastic bags to reusable bags, moving away from plastic baggies to, you know, glass containers for our food. Why wouldn't we do that with something that we put in our mouth every day, twice a day? Why not? Um, so I'm looking forward to your uh, in your creations for the toothbrushes as well. Uh, you said you had bamboo toothbrushes already? Yeah, we, we do. We have those already. Okay, um, I'm going to go look on the website when we hang up. <laughs> Six colors available. So whatever, whatever color suits you. So yes. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Well, listen. Allison, I have three more questions for you. Now, I ask all of the guests these three questions at the very end of our podcast. So if you're ready, I'm going to ask you now. Are you ready? Yeah, go ahead. I'm ready. All right. (laughs) You don't have to think. It'll be easy. It's not like math or anything. Um, (laughs) When you feel at your most peaceful, what is it that you're doing? Oh, I think it's probably when I, I I always get up way before everybody else. I have a four-year-old and that's that whole mum mode happens. Yeah. So my day always starts about probably about half past five in the morning. And it's such a beautiful time of the day because the world is still silent. Mm -hmm. And it's a time where I can just, I get a little bit of me. Mm-hmm. and I can think and I can be in my thoughts and kind of prepare myself for the day ahead that's nice so time. I love that time of the day 5 30 is usually my sort of time that's when I get up to 5 30 and I just go downstairs have some coffee hang out with my dogs and then at around seven I think I start my day <laughs> yeah. I feel so yeah. spoiled it's like oh don't tell anyone about my time I like my time yeah, um absolutely. thank you now second question uh, a lot of the guests that I have on um, have read books that have changed their lives, like a self-help book or something like that. Are you also one of those people who have had had read books um, or a book that you would recommend to anyone, perhaps? And it's okay um, if you're not, because, you know, it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> I think um, for me, I think it's really... Um, 
hearing people's authentic stories um, of of perseverance, I guess, and kind of, you know, because everybody has a a story of struggle. Mm -hmm. Everyone has something that's kind of, um, you know, that they've had to get through. Um, No one gets to live on easy street, yeah? So we all have um, certain things that we're going through. Um, So I think that's probably where I would go with that. I think really business-wise, I have a very cliche one. Which Um, is? Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And, and oh, that, I don't know that book. You don't know that one? Okay, no. well, that was really good. And um, and it's literally about two dads that have alternative lives. One's rich, one's poor, um, and how they navigate their lives and what access they have to things and how they can help their families and how kind of you as a business person can have like a different kind of perspective on where you want to go and how you want to achieve your goals and that was really good that sounds um, interesting yeah yeah rich dad poor dad I think you know that's probably <laughs> that's probably quite a popular one if you like inspirational stories Alice it sounds like an ad let me start again with my ad voice if you like inspirational stories you should listen to my podcast <laughs> I've had like 30 guests on they wouldn't believe some of the stories that of the people that have been on this podcast. It's really, they're really inspirational. Um, Like your story, it's super inspirational. You know, you go through challenging things and instead of letting it get you down and just suffering and being like, why me? You ended up doing something that was creative and helpful to the environment, to the world, to people. So I'm writing down the name of your book, by the way, just so I don't forget. Okay, all right, last question. If money wasn't an object, what is it that you would be doing with your life? Oh, okay. Um, I probably would be doing exactly the same thing, but just <laughs> almost I, I, everyone I, says that too. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. yeah, you you have a realization that you're doing something that you love. Yeah, your passion's there. Mm-hmm. But I probably would. I'll be honest with you, Elizabeth. I probably would be doing it from an, a beautiful island in the Caribbean. <laughs> And I would be joining you yeah. as and long probably, as there's Wi-Fi. Yeah, and I probably would develop like a like a vegan sustainable hotel on there and a mummy's retreat where mums could go and get inspiration. Listen, I have done retreats in the past. I have experience running them. I can do all of that. So when you come into your trillions of dollars and you move to your island, remember my name and I will come and do retreats twice a year there for you. How's that? Oh, that sounds amazing. I am going to hold you to that. That's fine. I don't care. (laughs) Totally am down for that. (laughs) I love that idea, though. I do feel like, yeah, I'd be doing the same thing, too. But I think that I would probably be traveling more and doing it in different places, like doing what I do now. But And and Tupac was a bit of a social enterprise as well. We do a lot of charity work. Like We just worked with the hygiene bank because there's a lot of people that can't afford those basic products like you know so we we do a lot of charity and I think that would be part of my um, if money wasn't an object I would do much much more of that and I agree yeah those women that want those in have those inspirational stories and are going to uh come to this beautiful island yeah hi is that who's that that's my daughter hi sweetie what's your name my name is Harriet. <gasps> Harriet? 
I love your name. Hi, sweetie. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Oh, gosh. <laughs> hey, ha- do you know that I'm a kindergarten teacher, which is for five-year-olds? I teach five-year-olds. Are you in school yet? No. Not um, yet. No. You're in preschool, aren't you? I'm in preschool. Oh, did you have a nice holiday? Do you celebrate Christmas? <gasps> did you have a fun holiday? Yes. Yeah. Did you go see something special this week? Yes. Maybe. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> hey, Harriet, can you say, can you say something for me? Mm-hmm. Can you say, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for joining us today. <gasps> oh my gosh. I might use that voice forever. I love it. Well, Allison, <laughs> I really don't have any other questions. Do you have anything else that you want to share with the listeners? Just thank you so much for having me. It is my pleasure. Yeah, thanks so much. I've had a blast. Thank oh, you thanks. So, me so too. Much. Tell Roz <laughs> that I missed her. I wish she was here. And I'll tell Brittany that she missed a good one. Sorry, Britt. <laughs> <laughs> and Harriet, it was so good to meet you, sweetie. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank Bye-bye. you. Thank you, Bye-bye. everybody. Have a good day. Bye-bye. I'll be right back, everyone. And here I am. I am back. Just came back to say one more time, thank you so much for joining us. We are so excited that you enjoy this podcast and keep coming back for more. We can't wait to see you next time. But until then, may you be happy, healthy, safe, and live a life that's filled with ease. Thank you. Bye.